0: Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. We often talk about getting in the arena. And as we close out our program today, uh, I want to talk about three different arenas. Uh, We often think of the the big epic battles in the arena as we look to the world of sport. Uh, But I want us to get to uh, a couple of arenas that I think we don't quite understand the way we think we do. uh, And maybe a different way. ...to look at some of these arenas that we find ourselves in. So I want to start kind of in the classic sense, and uh, many of us, of course, are familiar with uh, Teddy Roosevelt's definition uh, about being in the arena. And so let's start with uh, with his famous quote, uh, saying, It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. Far better is it to dare mighty things, to win glorious triumphs, even though checkered by failure, than to rank with those poor spirits who neither enjoy nor suffer much because they live in a gray twilight that knows not victory nor defeat. And so I think of that kind of arena, uh, the arena where we actually get in and do battle, Uh, And we should point out that those who do get in the arena deserve the praise, Uh, the women and men who go into really hard situations, uh, who are faced with scrutiny, uh, sometimes unjust, uh, who always have their flaws pointed out or magnified or used as clickbait uh, on on a website or as a headline in a newspaper or on a cable news network. Uh, But the credit belongs to those who who get in the arena, who are willing to take the bumps and the jolts and the scars that go with it, uh, to dare greatly, to do something, to make a difference, uh, to strive to do the deeds, as Roosevelt said. And so that arena, we often think of that, we often refer to that as the political arena and people who throw their hat in that arena uh, do so at great risk and great cost not only to them, but often uh, to their loved ones. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Martin, and In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. And so that is one of the places where we do battle. The, the political arena is, is real for sure. Uh, I think what many of us hope for is that we can uh, transform that arena from just a battle to really being a battle of ideas, the arena of ideas. And that's where we should really focus our attention, not on grievance, not on uh, being against things or against people, not about just pointing out the flaws and the problems of your opponent, uh, not just hurling insults uh, because you can and think you might score some political points. We have to get to a different place in this country where we can, in the arena of ideas, have a real competition. Uh, We just talked in the last uh, segment uh, with Suzanne Moniak from Roll Call talking about immigration. That is a place where if we got out of the arena of politics and got into the arena of ideas, I think we'd actually solve the vast majority of the immigration issues in our country. Because there are people with great ideas. Sometimes they're competing ideas. And it's not that we have to agree 100% on all of those ideas. But if we come into an arena of ideas and let the ideas compete, I have great confidence in the American people and in our institutions to get to the right policy. I don't think that's asking too much in our world today, is to get beyond the arena of politics and that political battle battle, and get into the arena of ideas Uh, where we can have a very different discussion and actually go from principle to policy and application in a way that the American people can see it. They can understand it and then they can hold those who implement it accountable for the results, because in any arena, the results actually matter. Uh, You don't get uh, you don't get brownie points for trying. Uh, You look up at the scoreboard in the arena and say, OK, did we get it done for the good of the American people? And that leads me to the third arena that I want to get to today. Uh, this was a, uh, a quote from Aristotle that I came across a couple days ago, and it just keeps ringing in my head because it is the arena that I think we want to get to. So Aristotle said that political life in a free society is a humanizing arena. So let's just start with that for a second. A humanizing arena. Uh, Not a dehumanizing, not a demonizing, a humanizing. In other words, political life in a free society should cause us, enable us in an arena to see each other better. And not just to see the flaws and foibles, but to see the good, to see the the possibilities, to see the gifts and the talents and the uh, great ideas and creativity that comes about. And so politics in a free society is supposed to be a humanizing arena. And just think of what we've endured over the last year in this midterm election cycle. It has been anything but a humanizing arena. The other thing about an arena is you have to get face to face. I think our politics should be a humanizing arena, which is why I believe the members of the House and the Senate should be locked in the chamber. And they should listen to each other all day long. And have great debates, which would take us back to the arena of ideas, radical stuff. But they would be in there together. They'd have to face each other's humanity. And then they'd have to realize that they may have been misjudging, mischaracterizing people just because they're on the other side of the political aisle. So continuing with that, Aristotle. So political life in a free society is a humanizing arena, For moderating conflict, not exacerbating it, not accelerating it, not elevating it. It's to moderate conflict and pursue the civic common good. So think about that in our politics. So if we were in this humanizing arena where we could moderate our conflict in order to pursue the common good, I think that's what the founders of the country had in mind. It didn't mean it would be easy, and it didn't mean that it would always be pretty. But if it was humanizing, and if it moderated conflict, and if it created space where we could actually come to some resolution and get some of those things that are critical to the country handled and taken care of or fixed or solved, I think that's the purpose of government. So the question for all of us today is, which which arena are we going to play in? Are we just going to be in the battle? It's not bad to be in the battle. We, we need to be in that. That's a good thing. But can we take it from a political battle, take it from that arena? Can we get it into the arena of ideas? And then can we get it into the humanizing arena where we can moderate conflict and pursue the civic common good? That's worth thinking about today. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all-day companion for news. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one.